And I'm delighted to say that it is the first appearance of our financial advice slot of 2024. Uh, a happy new year to uh, Tommy Corbett from Kerry Corbett Financial Solutions. How are you? Good, Alan. Morning to you and happy new year to you and all the listeners. You're refreshed and ready to go? I think so, yeah. I think so. I'm waiting for your difficult questions now, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> well, it's not so much my difficult questions. It might be the listeners' difficult questions because you couldn't have arrived uh, any sooner because, my God, January, particularly for those of us who are paid on a monthly basis, you know, you, a lot of people, they'd be paid that bit earlier in December because it's Christmas but then uh, I don't know there are other months with 31 days but 31 days of January seem like double the time It seems like a long time yeah because you know you're waiting for your next paycheck and there's probably a credit card bill maybe at the end of the month that that you're dreading to open Um, and a lot of people, I suppose, come January, they, they, they kind of they kind of say to themselves, a new year, a new me, all that kind of stuff, you know, yeah. whether it's to lose a few pounds or take up a new hobby or maybe tackle their finances. Um, and I suppose, listen, this morning is just maybe about maybe giving a few pointers to people and, and, and maybe giving them a bit of help. Okay, well, look, very much needed for a, a lot of us. And if indeed any of you out there listening to Morning Focus have any questions in relation to your finances or how you can save a bit of money or how you can find a bit of money in January, do get in touch on 086-1800-964. So into where will we begin, Tommy, in terms of um, how people can start saving a few quid? Yeah, so I, I, was, I was actually listening to Colm and Fiona yesterday morning and they were talking about something similar, but it was in relation to health and uh, losing a few pounds yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And I think the general conversation was start small. You know what I mean? Don't go and say, I want to save 10,000 euros this year and next thing after two weeks of trying to cut corners everywhere, everywhere, which, and uh, you know, that you can, uh, you give up and next thing you're, 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 um, you're back to square one and, and in two or three months time you're back in trouble or whatever. You know what I mean? So start small. And what okay. I would say is there, maybe look at your, the very first one I would look at is your electricity bill, your electricity provider. You know, on average, by switching you know, the average savings is about 10%. And that turns out to be about three between three and €500 Euros in the year. Now, if you went down the street and you found €300 Euros in the ground, you'd definitely pick it up. So it's the easiest thing to do. Look at who your electricity provider is. Uh, go on to com- comparison uh, a, a comparison website, like maybe Bonkers or one of those, and see what's out there, see what alternatives are there, and maybe look at, at switching. And you could end up saving three or €500. Euros. The second thing I would do is maybe this month, maybe keep track of your spending for one week. Okay, so okay. today is what, Wednesday. Yeah. So for next week, you know, a lot of us kind of tap nearly for everything now or uh, or if we don't, maybe write it down in your uh, in your notes, in your phone or maybe t- uh, keep track of it. Everything that we spend for the next week and just maybe review that then in seven days' time and, and look to see what we're actually spending our money on and is it actually adding value to our lives. And what I mean by that is, you know, we all might enjoy a, co- a cup of coffee or a cup of tea in the morning. And for some of us, that's essential to get us through I've, 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 I've actually, yeah, I, I reviewed that myself. And certainly for this month, I'm trying to knock a lot of that on the head because it was on an early daily basis and yeah, just it's and, too much. But but the one cup of coffee in the morning is possibly essential. And it does probably add value to our lives and all that kind of stuff. But maybe the second or third one doesn't, you know, <laughs> yeah, isn't probably yeah. necessary, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Or the second or third takeaway that we've got in the, you know, in, in, in the week or, you know, whatever we're spending on that isn't really necessary. And, and I think a lot of it will open our eyes to where we're spending our money, what we're spending it on, and really is it adding value? And then maybe look at maybe cutting back some of those things. There are two simple there are two simple things that I think all of us could do. Okay, and I totally agree on reviewing your, you know, your gas, electricity, utility provider, even at home, ours is 
gone up yeah. and uh, we're in the process of doing that. I think a lot of people maybe you just complacency you say you kind of ignore inertia. it it's like I have, I have a provider yeah. now and yeah inertia but it's, it's inertia and that is what the insurance companies the banks the uh, electricity providers the TV services providers all those people uh, the broadband providers the, all those companies they are relying on inertia that, that listen why did it give you the great deal to come in for the first year yeah. why because 80, 90% of people will not change. We've got them now. In 12 months' time. Yeah. So there, and then that's when the extra 20 or 30 quid a month is being put onto your bill that you don't even notice. So something simple that I did um, was put a reminder into the phone. And next thing I got a reminder yesterday to say, check my problem provider and have a look at that. Because I know it's, it's up after the first 12 months. And I know that it's going to go up by something like 20 or 30 quid a month. And I know by making a simple phone call, they'll probably leave it at what I'm paying at the moment. You know what I mean? And you don't have to change provider. Most will want to keep your business. So simple things like that, putting reminders into your phone, looking at what you're spending on a day-to-day basis, and then looking to see what alternatives are out there. God, I have to say, though, it annoys me even having to make the call just to get them to keep it at where it's at. Um, But yeah, checking your broadband, reviewing broadband provider and TV services. Um, Reviewing spending habits through your bank statement, another protocol. Yeah, exactly. So again, if you're tapping, just again, like I said, maybe review it on, you know, do it for one week look at exactly what you spent, where you spent it, and then maybe on a monthly basis then see what direct debits are coming out, you know, are the necessary, you know, a lot of us are paying for stuff like, uh, and we don't even know what we're paying for, you know, it could be uh, an Apple subscription that we signed up for five or six years ago that we're gone, it's, it's a tenner a month, we don't know what yeah. what, 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 what it's covering or anything like that. Uh, bank charges, again, small thing, you know, but they can add up, you know what I mean, they can add up to, up to uh, a couple of hundred quid in a year. Um you know, things like um, your loan interest, again, maybe it's time to look at maybe switching your mortgage, switching your credit card is a big thing. So again, if you have a credit card bill, and a lot of us will have a credit card bill now coming in the end of this month, yeah. and we're looking at maybe 20 to 25% interest on that, you know, by switching your credit card, you may get actually uh, 0% for the first six months with another provider. So again, that's huge savings that uh, can be uh, got on that. Um, mortgage, obviously, interest rates, loan payments on cars, you know, are, are there better providers out there? Okay. Um, life and health cover, another area yeah, where people can save one. money? So health insurance, um, a great one is the HIA uh, website. That's a health insurance authority we- we- website. Now, the only thing about that, what I found I've gone on to it is that it is mind-boggling. So I, I actually prefer to ring them. So if you, you can actually ring the HIA and you'll get to talk to someone that will be an expert in relation to health insurance and they'll tell you the difference between one company versus the other, what you'll be missing out on, what you'll be gaining on and basically the savings that you can make. A lot of them are, 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 are over paying maybe for health insurance yeah. and what we're doing is we're actually probably over covering ourselves in, in, in a lot of cases and we have health we've covered it we don't actually need particularly if we're younger uh, maybe as you get older you might need extra cover uh, life insurance so a lot of us um, again when you take out a mortgage you have to take out some form of life cover you know you generally will do it through the bank uh, you'll be glad to get the mortgage you'll just sign up for everything that they put in front of you and next thing five years down the road you find out that you're paying maybe 20 or 30 quid extra a month towards your life insurance and again review that talk to your local financial advisor who deal who deals with a number of different companies that will be able to you know advise you accordingly um car insurance i think most people are pretty good at that you know to yeah. ring their local broker to get a quote on car insurance i know i did it for my father-in-law recently he got a quote of something like 1800 euros for for, for his jeep and uh we got it down to about 800 quid Cool. Oh, you're a model son-in-law, aren't yeah, you? Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, just it's just bananas—the yeah. savings that 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 can be had. And again, it was a phone call. 
It was a phone call. And, and there, I mean, even more so than uh, we were talking about it earlier on, you know, ringing other providers, be it electricity or whatever, or TV, to, to get them to leave the... the you're paying what, what you're paying, leaving it where it's at. Car insurance. So yeah. frustrating. Yeah, it is. It is. And the I think by dealing with a good broker, particularly a good local broker that you can ring when you need them, when you maybe have a, a, a tip or a car accident or something yeah. like that, a good local broker that you're going to get someone on the phone that will actually deal with you and know you personally, you're, you're probably as well off paying that extra 20 or 30 or 40 or even 50 euros a year extra to have that service. Mm. But a good local broker will actually know your circumstances, know your, maybe your family circumstances. Do you have maybe a 17 or 18 year old coming along that you may need to add to your car insurance policy this year or next year too? And, you know, so it's more of a, a holistic approach that they will take um, and that they will shop around on your behalf on a, on a yearly basis. They're worth their, their weight in gold, really, you know. Okay, you're also suggesting that people should avail of any exemptions on income tax liability. Yeah, so again, these are things like, um, you know, if you're paying into an income protection policy, are you claiming mm-hmm. tax relief on it? Are you, are you paying AVCs? Make sure you're getting your tax relief on that. An AVC is an additional voluntary contribution to your pension. Again, if you're paying a personal pension or a PRSA, which is a personal uh, retirement savings account, you the, the likelihood is you're probably self-employed, so your accountant is probably claiming tax relief on that. Um, you know, things like... Um, general expenses sort of, you know, depending on different occupations, you may be entitled to a uniform relief, you may be entitled to rental relief if you're, if, if you're renting, all these kind of things. Um, remote working, you know what I mean? If you're self-employed and you're working from home, you know, are you, are you, are you allowing or is your accountant allowing a certain, you know, uh, amount towards your utilities, you know, electricity costs, you know, water charge, whatever they may be, um, just to make sure you're claiming everything that you can. You know, taxback.com claim that the average refund is around 1800 a year. I don't know how how, how, how uh, accurate that is, but if it's 1800 it's, fen- it's It'd phenomenal. It'd be madness not to, yeah. Quite, yeah, it's to apply for it. Okay, it's phenomenal. Would... And there's a lot of things that we're paying into or that we're not claiming that we need to actually look at. Okay, uh, what other advice would you have for people? So I suppose, once you've all those savings on, what do you do? Okay, so for instance, if you do save your 300 quid a, a month or 100 quid a month, you know, it's very important that you put that to use and yeah. to put it to use properly. Maybe it could be we're just after Christmas and we don't want to talk about Christmas for next year, but maybe that 100 euros could be put into a savings plan or, you know, into the credit union or the post office that'll go towards the expense of next Christmas and you're not putting it on the credit card and again you're saving and all that kind of stuff. Uh, maybe increase your pension. Great thing about increasing your pension contribution is that you're getting tax relief at either 20 or 40%, so it makes absolute sense to do it. Um, uh, and, you know, review again in maybe three months' time again. Do your weekly thing again where you keep track of what you're spending your money on. Have you slipped back into those habits of getting your third or fourth coffee or second takeaway, whatever it may be during the week, to actually maybe... You know, look at those. Look at those things again in 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 three or four months' time. What I would encourage people to do is talk to a financial advisor, a f- financial planner, particularly where you may have a married couple with lots of different things going on: mortgage, car loan, kids. You know, savings plan for kids, all that kind of stuff. Do they have an, the adequate num- amount of life cover? Do they have income protection? All that kind of stuff. Talk to. A good financial planner to be able to put a, f- a financial plan in place for you to ensure that you're looking after yourself and your family, you know, not just now but in the years ahead. And lastly, I suppose the big one is quit smoking. You know, that's the big one. It's just good general health advice, anyway. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And sure, listen, I think the 
the the cost of twenty fags now is around seventeen euros. So, you know, it's it's from from a health perspective, obviously, it, it makes it, it makes um, massive sense. But obviously, yeah. from a from an economic sense, you know, uh, seventeen euros on a packet of fags is just bananas. No, it really is. And look, there's a lot of great advice in there, and in particularly, uh, you know, going through your direct debits, and because everyone has so many, the tenner here, nine ninety. What's that nine ninety nine for? What's that twenty yeah. euro for? Um, you, you just don't pay any attention, but they're going out. They all add up. Absolutely. And the other thing is. You know, I, I I tend to tap a lot now myself. Um, most of the time, I tend to tap, and the disadvantage is that you're tapping. You don't actually realise what you're tapping for a lot of time. Yeah. But I suppose the advantage is that you can actually look back then over the week or whatever and see. All right, I spent X amount in that shop. What was that about? Yeah. All right, that was the coffee and the scones that I didn't really need, or whatever it may be, yeah. and had that five times a week. And next thing is thirty or forty <laughs> euros a week. Thirty or forty euros a week is two grand a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that that pays for a holiday. And that's it. And no one yeah. thinks of the the, the <laughs> annual total. Yeah. T- well, and as I say to people, if it's twenty quid, and if if if, if I left here and I found twenty quid outside in the footpath, I'm not going to walk past it. You know, you're going to pick it up. So the same way, if it's twenty quid, it mightn't sound like a whole pile of money, but they all add up. Yeah, particularly in this month of all months. <laughs> um, listener here with a question for you, Tommy, on oh eight six eighteen hundred nine six four. They say, can you ask Tommy what would be the best option to invest ten thousand euro at present? Could invest for three to five years. Okay, so. It depends on the time period, so we know that three to five years, uh, and it depends on the volatility or the risk that person is willing to take. If you're willing to take some level of volatility, in other words, if you're willing to see that 10,000 euros go down to 9,500 or 9,000 euros, in the anticipation that it'll end up being eleven or twelve or thirteen thousand euros in five years' time, then you look at maybe going into something like a managed fund or something like that. If you're not prepared to do that, then you look at you're, you, then you'd be looking at going into something that's guaranteed, maybe where your capital is guaranteed, but your return isn't. Other than that, you're looking at maybe a deposit account, a three-year deposit. The banks have improved there. You know, they've gone up to about two to three percent for a two-year deposit, which you know per annum for a two-year deposit, which isn't too bad. Um, but it really is everyone's individual circumstances and their attitude to risk is different. So really, it depends on on, on those two things: their time period and their attitude to risk. Okay, and uh, thanks very much for all that advice, Tommy. I know it's going to be so helpful to so many people out there who are worried that they won't make it till the end of January. Um, on matters sporting related, of course, you're part of the uh, Clare Senior Hurling Management Team, and uh, we've been talking on Monday and even last Friday about uh, Clare's first outing, uh, the Munster Hurling League. Big one, uh, even at this stage, early stage of the season against Limerick tonight. Are you looking forward to it, just from a personal point of view, to be involved uh, with the senior team and the game in general? Yeah, absolutely. It's been. Um it's been a great, I suppose, six or eight weeks now that we've been we, we've been training together between gym and, and on the pitch. So the lads have worked really hard. We've brought in fifteen or twenty lads to look at. You know, some of those are getting their chance to see. And any time you get to play for Clare, whether it's under sixteen or minor, very few people that actually take up a hurley when they're six or seven actually get to. Yeah, it's a huge honour. Get to play for Clare yeah. at any level, and then to get to play to Clare, for Clare and represent your county at senior level is fantastic. So it's great to see the lads. Um, it's it's very much an experimental team, uh, no more than Limerick. So yeah, we're lo- really looking forward to the challenge this evening. Yeah, and big crowd there as well. And I'd say uh, maybe not finance tips. You'll have a few January tips for the for the panel as well, <laughs> Brian. Uh, but hopefully uh, they will go well. Should be a raucous atmosphere there. Thanks, in Clare Castle. Tommy, enjoy that because if you've enjoyed thanks, it, Adam. it means all of us have. And thanks very much for joining us this morning, Tommy Corbett there from Kerry Corbett Financial Solutions with us.